This week, we are talking about peace. And as we light the candles, we say this, Jesus, light of the world, shine into our darkness and be our peace, because we want that to be true. The the peace that Jesus brings with his new kingdom, the kingdom to come, is a reconciling peace. It's the peace that we all long for. Scripture says that Jesus is reconciling all things, all things, all broken relationships, all forms of injustice. Jesus is reconciling those so those can become justice. Brokenness in the world and in creation. Jesus is reconciling them all. And when all is fully reconciled, we will have perfect shalom, perfect peace that comes from Jesus. This is the peace that we all long for, that we all seek. And this peace is a, is a social justice problem solver. When Jesus comes and He is our peace, all our woes can disappear. It is an earth degrade, degradation solution. So when the earth is being abused, when Jesus' shalom comes in perfectness, it solves those problems. And it is a personal and relational peace in humanity. We need Jesus at King. We need Jesus to shine into our darkness and to be our peace in our life. A few weeks ago, I went for a nice long walk in the woods. I went up to Lake 22 to get out of my head and to pray and to make an attempt to just feel some peace in my life. And in my experience, this takes some work take some work for me to do. And so as I was hiking, I was thinking about two things for the entire time. One, I was thinking about how difficult it is for hope to be alive and how difficult it is for it to always be fanned into in, in, in our lives. And I talked about that last week. And the second thing is a life of peace or peaceful living involves integrity in our lives. We live that we, might believe, uh, that we might believe to the best of the ability that we can, that we can live this life for Jesus and live in peace. And I believe to have peace in our life, we need to continually strive for integrity, to live what we believe and believe what we live, to have all of our life line up with itself. Now, none of us does this perfectly or wholly, um, But if we make a practice of it, then integrity might make its way into our life bit by bit, step by step. And we might be able to slow down our lives and think and pray about how we live. That we might strive and practice to live towards this shalom, this peace of Jesus in this world. As followers of Jesus, we are to wage war on sin that is within us and sin that is in this world. In large part, because sin attacks the peace that Jesus wants to give us and wants us to live in. Sin attacks it personally, on a personal level, and he also attacks it systemically as well. We have to fight sin in ourselves and in the systems that are sinful. But we don't fight sin or we don't fight the busyness of this world with increased doing. We fight it with striving to be still, 
striving to live out of the peace that Jesus gives us, out of his shalom. We, sp- we strive to be at peace with a little bit of rest and quiet. To listen to his still fall- small voice takes quiet. Remember, his voice wasn't in the earthquake. It wasn't in the fire. It wasn't in the wind. It was in the still small voice, the quietness that the voice came. And this comes with Sabbath and with listening. Isaiah 31, 15 says, For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, In returning and rest you shall be saved. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. And this takes time. This takes intentionality. And this takes integrity. But it isn't easy. The the final part of this Scripture, this Isaiah 30, verse 15, it says that they didn't do this, that they were unwilling to do this. They were unwilling to take rest and they were unwilling to be quiet and they were unwilling to trust that God is their strength. Psalm 131 prays, My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. We get to rest on Jesus like a baby rests on their mother, unworried about time, just enjoying being in their mother's presence and in their mother's comfort. Peace that can come from resting in Jesus is as hard fought for as hope is. This is not an easy task. In fact, if we want peace, we, it's going to be hard if we're waved to and froze by the worries and the constant noise of this world. The world we live in is restless. It is a constant stream of information and media that is fighting our ability to live at peace, to live in shalom. We don't close our eyes to this world and its problems but we order our lives in order to have the possibility of peace and to make peace. As we get ready to start this calendar year, we, we as a church and we as individuals and we as families, we get to make an attempt, a practice towards peacefulness in our lives. I firmly believe that if we seek first the kingdom of God, then this peace will be added to us as well. And we need to be diligent and keep focused. We need to be still and hear God's still small voice. Being still and knowing that Jesus is God and that God is in control, knowing that His peace will come in the middle of our chaos is way harder than the busyness and doing our culture tries to sell us as important or meaningful. Reflection and wrestling with Jesus through Scripture can't happen in a hurry, hurry, go, go, go atmosphere. Peace with Jesus comes from spending unhurried time with Him. We fight for peace in this world by fighting for peace in our own lives. To live at peace would serve as a prophetic voice in this constantly busy and unpeaceful world. Then when we go out to do in this world because we are saved unto good works. As we do this from a place of peace, 
We can represent God's kingdom rather than any other agenda that might be thrown at us. And in that way, we can live with integrity. The reason I say we get to be intentional with this is because we get to fight to set aside unhurried time to listen and to think. Think about this. Think about the conversations that you've had with different people over the years when you felt like the listener, the person you were talking to was on a clock where you knew you only had a few minutes to unpack a nuance or detailed situation. And when time is over, they left. And when time is worshiped over relationship in, in this setting, it is very hard to think that the conversation was meaningful or that genuine relationship is being cultivated when you're on a clock. But when you can sit with a friend who doesn't look at their clock or doesn't take phone calls or doesn't play with their phone, but just sits with you as long as you want to, you can believe that true friendship, true relationship and care is being displayed and developed. Eugene Peterson says, I can't listen if I'm busy, but if I provide margins to my day, there is ample time to listen. In fact, one of the Ten Commandments is that we Sabbath. Sabbathing doesn't mean that we don't have work on that day, but rather it means that we set aside the work to show our trust in Jesus. A Sabbath is a way of trusting God with our time. It's like a, a, like a tithe is a way of trusting God with our money. When we set aside time to allow God to minister to us peace, we are learning to trust him at a deeper level and learning what true peace looks like. And I'll say this, weary souls need peace. And a soul that has felt its worth is at rest. When the soul feels its worth, it is restful. We need to make time for our souls to feel their worth. They are worth enough for God to become a man to live in the confines of humanity, the confines of time and space. They are, worth, they are worth enough for Jesus to live, to be tempted and tried. They are worth enough for God who created the universe to be shunned, mocked, and rejected. They are worth enough for this, this same God to allow himself to be put to death to save us from Satan, sin, and death. They are worth enough for Jesus to rise from the dead and prepare a place for us today. These weary souls that we have, they are worth enough to leave the Holy Spirit to continue to minister to us over and over. And they are worth enough that one day He will come back and He will establish His once and for all kingdom where He is King and this is all realized perfectly. The truth is that it is hard to feel this worth. We are worthy because he said we are worthy. Jesus loves us. And in that love, we can find peace. And in that peace, our souls can feel their worth. We can start to live out of that shalom. I don't know what this looks like for you. I barely know what it looks like for me. I can hear many arguments against this idea that one of, one of these arguments may be that my schedule doesn't allow me to have free time. All that 
it doesn't allow me to have all I want to do. I can hear arguments that our kids or our work or whatever it might be that won't let us get this type of peace and quiet. And the comfort is, is that God knew when He gave us this instruction to be at peace and live in peace so that we might be peace to this world, He knew that there would be all sorts of distractions. And He's not mad at us when we don't get it, but He is there constantly inviting us into this deeper relationship of trust through peace. And we get to fight to have the margins to allow for this unhurried time in our life. This unhurried time to develop this relationship of trust with Jesus. We all get to let the Holy Spirit minister to us on how He would have us do this. But I believe that we all want peace. I believe that Jesus wants us to have peace. I believe that as we strive to follow Jesus, He will give it to us. But it's like hope. It's like joy or love. This isn't easy. There will be some sacrifices that we have to make. And it will be worth it in the end. We need integrity in our lives because integrity is a sense of wholeness or a lack of separation from what our beliefs are and the way that we live them out. I pray that we may spend time this Advent season figuring out a way to fight for peace in our life. And in that, we can find a way to fight to keep Jesus our peace. And I believe that this is the best thing that we can do to fight for this shalom that Jesus has that He wants to bring in His new kingdom in this world. So Jesus, light of the world, shine into our darkness and be our peace.